Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hail to the Chin podcast. These uh, bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. I keep forgetting the word that I want. Right. Companion. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hail to the Chin podcast, the companion podcast that runs alongside the amazing show Ash versus Evil Dead. Now, get straight to it. We do apologize for how late this episode is dropping. Uh, Steve's got a brilliant excuse for us, though. Well, first of all, on Tuesday is my birthday, so that's a brilliant excuse. You know, <laughs> yeah, straight out of the bat. Yeah. But also, come on, guys, it's Star Wars week. I mean, oh, seriously, you know, the who Force. Who really need <laughs> an excuse then? Exactly, the Force Awakens has come out, so we've been a bit preoccupied, <laughs> and you know, we love Ash vs Evil Dead, and to be honest, Star Wars could <laughs> use Bruce Campbell at yeah. some point, without a doubt. I don't see why not that he could do how ah dark side or or hello fuck hello hello damn it damn it damn it damn it it's all right it's all right we'll edit it edit it ah cool cool we'll edit that then right I'll start I'll start that again how would you see him though a Jedi or otherwise would he be dark side or would he be good well, to be fair, I mean, come on, Bruce Campbell in in Star Wars, no spoilers, but, you know, there's a vacancy available for a cocky, dashing, young ups, well, not so much young anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, an old wise ale, almost. Yeah, a dashing young rogue, you know, <laughs> with a quick wit and a sturdy uh, what, chest, chest, broad chest? Barrel chested, <laughs> Barrel yeah. chest. Barrel chested. Barrel chested. But, but nevertheless, let's get back onto Ash vs. Yes. Evil Dead anyway. Um, rearing to go, we're getting closer and closer to the cabin. Um, this episode was very different, really, yes. really different. Yes, it was. I've got some really good, uh, like insight. Not well, mm. not that's been given to me, but ideas that are, came up to me while I was watching it. Came up just as you were watching it, yeah, the yeah, spurs, yeah. spurs of the moment. Yeah. But anyway, um, I guess we'll just get straight to it. Oh, we it. haven't even mentioned that Sam's not with us at the moment. Um, <laughs> Sam can't be with us. Yes. We do apologise. Uh, the usual guy that you also hear with us isn't here, unfortunately. Sam, um, wherever he is, uh, I think he either locked in the basement. Let's just use that. Let's Let's use yeah. reference here. He's locked in the basement. He's feeling a bit wonky, you know after reading or reciting something back from a tape recorder, you know. He's not with us today, but he will be back with us the next episode. But anyway, uh, episode, Fire in the Hole, are we ready? Yeah, let's do this. Let's just let's hit play. Stars Original Presents, fucking do it. Five, four, three, two, one, go! Stars Originals Presents. <laughs> Stars Originals. Mine was hanging on a bit then as well. <laughs> every, that... time, every time I see the car, it just... I just think of Drag Me to Hell that there's got to be some sort of universe snap between them both. Yeah, I mean, people have been saying about um, sort of like Lucy Lawless and is there going to be like a Xena reference? Mm, mm. And obviously the instant reaction is, well, no, because Xena is Xena. And yes, okay, it's, you know, Rob Tapper, Sam Raimi. Yeah, right, it's, it's that kind of thing, but it would be inappropriate in an... Ash yeah, Evil Dead. I think I think it would be a case of just looking too much into the Evil Dead universe in general. I think. Yeah, because the Evil Dead universe is in of its yeah, it's it's confined to itself, mm. so it doesn't need any kind of influences just from their external kind of work from it, except obviously with Drag Me to Hell, because it's a very good shout mm. that it kind of does exist in the same 
Uh, like you know, realm almost. Well, yeah, the, yeah. You know, to reuse the word universe. Yeah, this shot that they're, they're, they've opened with with like the the look over the um the forest area and stuff, or just the the, the, Mich- the Michigan uh, hunting grounds almost. It just looks so. So it just reminds me of the reboot version of Evil Dead. Well, fuck, 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 fuck you, <laughs> fuck this, fuck that. Wow. How fucking dare you bring up the fucking reboot? Oh no, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Actually, no, I mean that's because actually this is the gratuitous swearing episode. There's been more fuck bombs, f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are, aren't there? There's more f bombs dropped in this episode than the previous six. Yeah, funny you say that. You do, it, and and I don't feel that it's out of place either for the fact that I guess profanity wasn't really expected much and i don't think it even needed it but it seems no. to just go well pretty fa- fairly well it just slides in i don't really look at it in a negative fashion but at the same time you picture yourself in this situation you're gonna throw a few f-bombs aren't you and, and quite frankly ash is going to be the certain type of guy to do it yeah it's a, it's a strange kind of thing because when you think about um the original evil dead mm. you know it is this cult classic horror that was hauled up on charges of video nasty. Yeah. And there's not really... I, I'm trying to even think if there's any swearing in it. Um, I don't believe uh, so. Oh. Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness, there's no real swearing. But that is something that really stood out in the remake. It's like, you know, from the, the first scene when she's tied up against the stake. Mm. You know, she's like, you fuckhead! Uh, your mother burns in hell, yeah. you fucking fucking this and it's like hmm actually it's like it's sitting yeah. quite nice yeah it, you know i never realized that sam romian managed to produce three horror films mm. with the third being a pseudo action film yeah yeah without resorting to profanity profanity excess yeah. profanity now i just want to sorry carry on Steve. no no no, no, no go ahead well, i just wanted to comment as well it's just that little scene that we just see well as well as the the, the listeners scene or if you're if you're watching this or alongside with us that scene with just the soldiers on the floor just like completely torn in two and stuff that is just like that's one thing that i'm glad that the series has really not held back on is just pure gore because when you think about it let's be honest there should have been more gore in general in the Evil Dead trilogy or world, in my opinion. Well, I'm not saying that there isn't <laughs> enough anyway. You know, Deadites, you would just expect them to be relentless and. Yeah, but they, I mean, they, they kind of are. It's just a different kind of gore. It's not your Tom Savini, you know, George Romero, Day of the Dead kind of gore. It's um, mm-hmm. a more fantastical, uh, over the top bloods and stuff. No, 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 I see what you mean, like, from dusk to dawn style. You know, just, like, completely over the top. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be about the blood and guts, and that's where, again, this series has got it kind of balanced. It does, you know, the funny episodes. It has the blood, but it also has the gore. I mean, this mm. episode, definitely, without a doubt, probably out of all of them, as you mentioned previously, the remake, or reboot, or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, this one has the tone. We've already had the Evil Dead 2 um, yeah. kind of style episodes mixed mm. with Army of Darkness. So we've got the balance between that. Mm. This one goes right to um, the remake style. Mm. Yeah. Because I remember I said last episode, the way that um, Lem was in the woods. 
Yeah, we, we we said straight away, didn't we? We were like, that's such a quality shot, and it really, really looks like the intro of the reboot. It does, exactly. And this one has a lot of hallmarks of classic 70s, 80s zombie films like The Crazies with the gas masks. Oh, yeah, what a great movie. And um, obviously uh, Romero's own Day, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, yeah, Day absolutely. So, because obviously you've got this militarised response and now this is something different we haven't seen before because you know it's normally a bunch of unprepared people like for example in the last episode the guys in the diner mm, mm. who are completely unprepared complete civilians civilians yeah, yeah. complete civvies ash is there now these guys are well-trained survivalists they've got the kit they've got the guns and this is where the deadites prove that yeah that, yeah they're they're not a force to be reckoned with you know they're they're dangerous as shit exactly you know these guys are fully fully prepared for the end of the world and the deadites come and just fuck you over big time mm, and i clearly just can't can't stand up to them you know no very the, good sorry carry on i was gonna say but uh, but the difference is because i see that the survivors of the um so like so far the survivors are the ones that believe against the ones that don't for example these guys think it's a government conspiracy mm, mm. and they think oh okay i can take them out with guns knives you know sharp sticks yeah we got nukes <laughs> <laughs> we got you know but ash is just like instant believing that was a really weird thing as well because in this series the rest of the cast like even amanda fisher you know, mm. she takes, she suddenly turns, it's like, yeah, Deadites, like... It, Straight away. Yeah, in the same kind of stride that Pablo and Kelly just go, mm. yeah, Deadites, let's get on with it. Mm. Like, like Ash kind of had to deal with it. And that's the difference with Evil Dead. Um, if you go back to a lot of zombie films back in the day, and even mm -hmm. today, you know, modern films, it's a lot of people going around going... Oh, well, this can't be happening, man. This can't be happening. Yeah, go on. You're getting like, to exactly what I was yeah, just thinking. Yeah, go ahead. like, you know, oh, yeah, game over, man. Game over. And like, mm. like Hudson-style stuff, you know. But actually just like, no, this is happening. Even like, yeah, straight back to the first film. As soon as each one of the um, cabin members gets possessed, there's no question asked. It's just like, shit, she's possessed. Axe to the head. Mm. This, there's none of that whole... Oh my God, she's my family. She's my family. <laughs> None of that um, Walking Dead putting him in the barn kind of stuff. Mm. It's but, a sense that the yeah. realism is almost there straight away. It's like the characters aren't playing that typically sort of how you'd expect in really, really sort of cheesy horrors where they still disbelieve what's happening, whereas it's clear what's happening. And she she's she's been following well she's been following from the beginning you know she's been watching dead bodies fly throughout the whole entire thing and she's still been trying to pin it on ash and then it takes one moment for her to well for ash to emphasize to her that clearly she needs to understand what they're dealing with and she's taken to it like that yeah. and she's blended with the group really really well yeah i think it's quite you know it's a very sharp switch like, um, obviously, she's got this, like, schoolgirl kind of crush going on yeah, with Ash. Like, I really very, like that. Really like, very, like Very it. quickly. But that's Evil Dead as well. It's not about drawn-out transitions. It's about just keeping the pace and the entertainment. Even this with Lucy Lawless now. Climbing so, out. 
What is that all about? It's such a throwback to Linda number two in yeah. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. When she comes out of the dirt. And the way the clothing drops off is very similar to how she sort of like climbs out. It's kind of ripped and she's got a little tit out. Picks the head up, you know, like the skull. It's as if she picks her head up and her places up. it on her neck. Yeah, but this is more badass where she does the ballerina dance in Evil Dead 2. Mm. Plus also, you know, well, why not show off your wife, you know? If my wife looked like that, <laughs> I'd, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still, what is happening with Ruby? What is the deal with her? Because it... that's getting, it's getting creepier and creepier and even... even just the what what deal has she clearly had with the dark ones clearly we're looking at that we have to be looking at in my it, opinion i'm looking at that it's, anyway it's got to be i mean this is this has got to be a sign that you know there's the deadites and the dark ones mm-hmm. and they're two separate you know forces you've got the overlords and the minions mm-hmm. and, I, and i'm guessing at some point the minions overthrew the dark ones and now the dark ones want to take back I don't know, for power or something, but mm-hmm. Ruby's yeah. obviously made a deal with the Dark Ones and not the Deadites. Yeah. She's come straight between the both of them. Yeah, and now she's obviously impervious, you know, because yeah. the deal makes her, I don't know, immortal or something, so she can get Ash, because Ash... We'll find out. I get, we'll find out in a couple... You know, what, like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's that, a bit late, unfortunately, but yeah. still. But what... what are, I guess what an episode and to drop really one the day before the sort of penultimate episode where we're clearly clearly heading towards the cabin which we're clearly avoiding as well as much as we can yeah that that is that is the problem isn't it when you um sort of know what's coming mm. or you know that's, that's why I love I've loved doing it like this uh throughout the series because yeah. we've been speculating and we've been wrong a lot but it's great to speculate because, as I've said before, I think probably in the second episode, we've avoided all spoilers at every yeah. cost. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad as well that the community seems to be quite good at that. It's always like it's sort of outside the hardcore Ash vs. Evil Dead community where you do get the spoilers, as you do get with Star Wars. But yeah. it seems that the community with the Ash vs. Evil Dead is just so strong amongst each other and nobody seems to want to spoil it for each other you know it's not a case of oh i've seen it early this happens it's a case of the pure pure absolute love and respect for hallowed ground that is evil dead yeah it's been very respectful like Mm. basically you know if if you did get a chance to see something early you know good well done great yeah well done you keep it yourself so you don't ruin the experience Mm. for anyone else um, but again, obviously, with the Evil Dead remake, the, the treetop shots in this Beyond Belief are so straight out of... Literally plucked homage plucked, straight away, yeah. yeah. Even that or Twilight, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going st- to stick to the uh, stick to the remake. Yeah, I'm enjoying um, the slow development of Kelly and Pablo as well. It's like, yeah. it's as if Pablo was going full steam with trying to um, get to know Kelly, and now she's turned into a dead eye. He's probably realized a few things about her and he kind of maybe he's playing it cool at the moment and it's almost as if kelly's kind of i don't know it's like she's trying to stop herself i think she's beginning to not not be the tough cookie that she's being portrayed as throughout the series so far see i i love i love these shots because again it, it is it is it's like the kind of um they are the dead yeah very day of the dead, dead. Yeah. when the militia are chasing after the uh, uh the 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 few survivors that they yeah. have down in that bunker, you know, but instead we've got Lem inside yeah. the bunker. And Lem is very similar to, um, oh Christ, off the Go top on. of my head, 
You know, Kurt Cobain zombie from the remake. I can't remember his name. The, the guy who reads from the book. Oh, um, hold on, hold on. You know, Eric. Eric. Eric, Eric yep. that's it. Good so. shout. Never thought of that. Good shout. Like, like, look, this is the one, This, like I say, there's a lot of elements in this that are really, really tuned into that. And mm. the, the blood and gore is definitely more sort of homage to those you... 70s and 80s zombie films. Absol absolutely, man. Absolutely. But uh, I mean... oh, speaking of zombies, actually, I, I just need to ask you a question. Go ahead. Okay, so Deadites, right? Makes sense. I mean, there's there's some confusion here and there, you know. Deadites possess a body. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, whether it's dead or alive. If it's dead, easy possession, piece of piece, but they also do take living vessels, yeah? I I'm trying to think of who, who's who been dead and they've become... Oh, uh, Linda's corpse, of course. Yeah. Book, yeah. Uh, bookshop. Sure. Oh, of course, yes, Books yes, from yes. Beyond, yeah. Um, okay, uh, Brujo. Yes. Dead, yep. Okay, so yeah, once once you're dead, easy, easy possession yep, yep, done. Yep. Right, okay. Um, obviously, Ash's hand is still going because Ash is still still going. Mm-hmm. You know, because dismemberment is one of the one of the cleansing rituals. You That's know, it, decapitation yeah, and everything else. Exactly, yeah. dismemberment. You can do the cleansing by fire, or you can do the uh, the burial alive, which we saw in the remake again, mm -hmm. um, which is how Mia is able to be saved and be really fucking badass in that final scene. I mean, yeah. Man, Jane Levy, fucking hands down. Nailed it. Nailed you, it. Yeah, you didn't need Ash in that film because Jane Levy had that fucking... Down pack, mate. Down yeah. pack, yeah. Yeah. And oh my God, when she rips her hand... Oh, stop it. That, that <laughs> is fucking hell, I cringe. Like, tears it, doesn't she? Snaps and tears it. Full, oh, full on, full on crazy style, like, you know. Yeah, Militia Deadite here, man. Looks so good. Gory as fuck. Look again, the, like you was explaining, um, Steve. You've got the disbelief from some of them. Oh, oh that head bang! What is it? What is it about? I know, like, right, okay, pencil in the ankle freaks you out like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, like a gunshot don't really do much. No. Nope. Uh, so like a stabbing, pretty brutal, especially if you've seen Zodiac because it's done so coldly. Yeah. But that blunt force trauma. On the on on the back of the truck, on the tow bar. On the tow bar of the truck. <laughs> it, I think it's because you've got a personal reference point yep. where you where you've banged your knee on something that is solid. Stubbed your stubbed your yeah. toe or yeah. something. <laughs> oh. I like that bit as well when the truck slams in and you can just see the the, the like the the volume of blood just shoot straight into the gas mask. What a great what a great touch. It is. I mean, this is it's full on taking everything. But I was I was going to ask you. Okay, mm. so yeah. Sorry, so that, carry so, on. Yeah. yeah. So the hands, the hand is still going because Ash is still going. Obviously. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, going to the Walking Dead. You know, okay. just in like two or three sentences, really quickly explain to me how a corpse can keep going. With no muscle tissue and, you know, quickly explain. Come on, explain The Walking Dead very quickly. I, but but like, I, like me and you have had this discussion before, there are muscles on the skeletons. A skeleton couldn't move, but in Army of Darkness, skeletons move. Yes, they do, but it's a supernatural. Mm. It's supernatural. There's... Are you saying it could be deadites that are doing it? No, what I'm saying is that 
Sam Raimi gave himself a very, very fucking good get out of jail card, uh, get out of jail free card. With regardless of what he does, he can just go now nah, supernatural. Mm. Oh, okay, right. That's what you get. Ah, yeah. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> the bit in the TV show just made me jump. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one can ever really say, "Oh well, that couldn't happen." It's like, well, it's supernatural, so maybe it could. Because oh, you, do, sure. you, you don't know the rules of supernatural. Of, otherworldly kind of things. Powers and stuff like, yeah. This is yeah. fucking amazing. Oh. <laughs> straight back up as well. <laughs> just... the, the thing is, you know, Ray's acting sort of like so scared, but also like he's loving this. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> is. Do you know what I like as well? Kelly's actions to the recoil. You do not see it done well enough. Even in movies, her actions to the strength of an M16 is, has to be perfect. I, I must admit, you know, <laughs> if you if you pick out an M16, not that I know, no, but exactly, yeah. I know, from, but I do know from guns. You know, if you pick up a gun and you don't hold it right and you fire it, yeah, you'll be thrown back. You've got to make sure you're leaning into it and sure, all these other course. bits and pieces. And it was really realistic, but done for comedy effect, but mm. not stupid. Ah, exactly, yeah. And also, I do love the fact that Kelly sort of like, oh, she's been on this journey. So her makeup is actually getting more and more sort of bland. God, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well spotted. They pay homage to so many movies, in my opinion, in this episode. Like, yeah. like you've said, 70s and 80s action. Now, this at the moment just looks like the thing to me. It mm. just reminds me of the thing that they're talking about blowing something up. Uh, well, stuck in a, a, what, a, a facility of sort. Yeah. You know, and you've got that those elements of... Um, I didn't really want to bring it up with the gas masks. It would have been too easy. I went for the crazies, but it could also go to uh, My Bloody... Uh, not My... Yeah, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, yeah, My Bloody Valentine. Yes, yeah. of course, yeah. The, uh, the original, not the uh, Jensen Ackles <laughs> <laughs> 3D remake. Oh, God. But you've got the pickaxe as well, though. So that's a reference to My Bloody to Valentine. To My Bloody Valentine, yeah. Yeah. I can see what you mean by Kelly's makeup becoming more and more bland. But she still, yeah. looks, still, still looks damn good. Keep it down. Keep it down. Wife might yeah. be listening. <laughs> no, you see, right, okay, going back to um, Fisher's, like, schoolgirl crush. Like, she's accepted Deadites really very quickly. Really yep. quickly, to Really quick, yeah. And she's, like, fallen for Ash, like, in seconds, without a doubt. <laughs> now, I, I am. I'm still hoping that with the fact that the Deadites in episode one, the pilot, mm. they said... We know who you are. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm really hoping there's some Empire Strikes Back shit going on here. Where, <laughs> where like, Ash, you know, they're about to kiss or something, or they do kiss, and it turns out that somehow she's related to him. Or... Oh, no. <laughs> like, he's had, like, some sort of, like, a love affair somewhere else or something. Is that what you're saying? Is that well, what you're maybe getting at? He, hell, he's been all around the country. <laughs> you know, Jeff Goldblum. You know, was it Vanessa Chester in uh, Jurassic, you know, Jurassic? Oh, of course, uh, yeah. Jurassic Park Two, you know, the Lost World Jurassic mm. Park. You know, <laughs> could be interesting. Could, oh, you know. I love this kick punch. <laughs> Ash is just so smooth. Shovel with the with the flare into the bucket. She gets a pickaxe straight in the mouth. All, all I'm saying. Is that handcuffed together? They moved in unison. It's like they're cut from the same cloth. 
She knows she takes on Deadites as quickly and badass as Ash. She's as gooey and smooth as a female character as Ash is. You really sort of looked smooth. in, yeah. You yeah, really done yeah. your notes on this one, didn't you? He he's smooth with the ladies, and she's like repeating it straight back from a female perspective. And let's be you honest, know? yeah. Let's be honest. What female really succumbs to Ash that quickly? Like None really, no one. None, no one that's worth having. Mm. You know, Fisher is an amazing character. Yeah. She's a strong woman. You know? As a whole. Independent. We, she's mm. hot. As a whole, we need to compliment... Just compl- like Ash. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need to compliment the even like the, product, the producers of this show and even the writers for how well they have done with the character creation. Like, I think the character combination is fantastic. Pablo shooting the missile. <laughs> that cracks me up, that scene. It works so well because, you know, how often, how often do characters, you know, come into a show that's got like a legacy and bang. And, and, and yeah, hit it off straight away. It's in there. It's in there. That's, you know, they're, especially, a, especially a, you know, a legacy, like a franchise. Mm. That's, as we've said before, only had one main character for 35 years. Yep. And it's and it seems just just the right time to bring another one. This even this zombie looks like something out of Twenty Eight Days Later. The militia, yeah. Considering they weren't zombies, I'll say that now for any really hardcore fans there and whatnot. You mean um, for anyone who's going to needlessly as, yeah, nitpick. Point, yeah nitpick yeah. They're zombies. Are they mindless? Do they pray hunt you down? You know, fuck it. They're zombies. Because to be honest, if Deadites. And the Evil Dead gets classed as a zombie mm. film. If Romero's films are zombie films, Twenty Eight Days Late, yeah, all all this stuff. It, they're, they're, it, it's all zombies. We're we're talking semantics on what a zombie is at this point. Mm. It's you know, but Deadites aren't zombies because they're not mindless. No, of course they're very cunning, clever. Exactly. They don't move in hordes. They don't infect. They possess. Ash, that was really... I think we're be really beginning to see the sentimental and soft side of Ash, aren't we? We did We did hope we would. Yeah. And, and again, look at her. She's like, well, come on, we've got some deadites to, like, kill. And Ash is always... And it's talking about family, your family. Yep. And I, I don't know. I just... Oh, my God. And his she, expression straight away is, like, it's happening again, almost. Like, yeah. and he doesn't want to go there. I mean, that's, this is particularly, I mean, we love Ash. Uh, we, we each love Ash as much as, as much as the next Evil Dead fan. But when you oh. think about it, everyone just really wants to, we all just want to see Ash be happy at the end of the day, don't yeah. we? And just Look, like Steve, you just expressed then this particular scene. This scene, man. What well, a I, shot. I, I sent out a tweet and I said, basically, if this scene didn't bring a tear to your eye, mm. you're basically a fucking emotionless monster. Oh, <laughs> Hairs on the back of your neck as soon as that scene occurred, man. The music, just everything about yep. it is fucking amazing. And it's so weird that, again, like going back to this previous statement about how you've had a a franchise for 35 years with one main star. Yeah. But as that, well, the, didn't ha- you... the hand was as much of a star. <laughs> the, the hand was like yeah. was literally like the co-star. I was just about to say, was there anything inside you that sat there and going, "Oh, the hand's going back," yeah, <laughs> like you see it again? Oh, it's found its way as it's just like, yeah. 
because you think everyone else like you know sort of scotty linda linda number two yeah number three you know <laughs> cheryl yep you know shelly um jake bobby Joe! You know, they all they all sort of pass and go but the hand is as much of a star it's you know it's it's interesting just for the fact of that I, to be honest, I didn't see the series particularly going back to the cabin right away. That wasn't when I first when when we first found out about Ash vs. Evil Dead. At not any point did I sit there and say to myself, ah, oh, they're going to be going back to the cabin directly straight away. I always imagined that it would be sort of, um, I don't know, something that they would really long out, maybe even halfway through to the second season. But it almost feels like I don't I, I kind of don't I don't I know it's not ending because it's going to season two anyway yeah. but it's already got to the cabin and I'm a bit like oh like I don't know do you feel the same way no I I, th- I, I can imagine a production meeting where Bruce Campbell sits down going look I did burn notice and I wasn't the main star and that fucking thing ran for almost a decade yeah every <laughs> he says it at conventions mm. every series I've starred in as the lead character has been cancelled after one season. So <laughs> as much as don't we can cancel get, me, <laughs> as much as we can get into it for the fans, do it now, otherwise we may never get a chance. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. We're we're heading to the cabin, and we've still got a couple of episodes left. So if anything, I'm fucking excited because when you think about it, you'd sit there and think the cabin at the end of this season, it's going to be great. All right, that's that's the 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 ultimate end. That's where this season's ending. But we've got like. As well as the next episode, three episodes left. So, and in my opinion, I think there's going to be there, there's oh, well, definitely going to be some time travel. That's for certain. This, yeah, I mean, I think what they've done is they've made sure they go out on basically almost a feature length, mm. you know, ending mm. the climax of the season. Um, also, I think it's interesting that that final shot when you see Kelly, yeah. Pablo and Fisher all stood all stood together all stood together combined if you take all of their character traits elements mm-hmm. combined they are ash go ahead they're ash separate Pablo uh, is evil dead one ash evil dead one ash kind of kind of you mm-hmm. know sweet you know nice impressionable tr- impressionable trying to get the ladies mm-hmm. you know Kelly is probably more i i think ash i think evil dead to ash because she's yeah blunt, she's blunt and she's hard and you've got to think about ash when he was in the cabin when exactly, jake, jake yeah. and everybody else turns up yeah. he's really blunt and unwell when they let him out of the uh, out of the cellar he's very blunt he's very stern he has to be the man yeah of of the situation and kind of that's how i feel kelly is yep. essentially go go ahead yeah no, no i that was the thing the uh, mm. uh, you know it was a very tough call but i'm gonna go with exact agree exactly what you said yeah um kelly is even a two ash you know she's um accepted her responsibilities and yeah. an ultimate badass on it and like cool mm-hmm. and fisher is more army darkness more having fun with it sure ah spot on yeah not not quite so much but that would be really weird if she was you know but she has been spouting off the one-liners yeah i was just about to say that so you know but it would be slightly out of her character to make a completely army of darkness Mm. ash but yeah i i can see three friends that match almost everything of ash 
three films. Yeah, that's his character's fa- that's fantastic ob- observation there, dude. But you're correct. <laughs> At the end of the day, like you're saying, with all we've got to wait for with Fisher is she's got to say she's probably got to now. I don't know, in the next episode, maybe come out with some stupid actions as to what Ash. Well, we've probably got to see her fuck something up massively, maybe. Instead of her early opinion of Ash, fuck something up when trying to be heroic. Then we'd have to, we'd probably say. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang, hang on. She's already done that. In what? In the diner? In Books from Beyond. She, she came to arrest Ash. Yeah. And pretty much, you know, cop blocked that situation. <laughs> And then she gets free, ah, yeah, and comes in and still and she, fucks it and up. She, and fucks it up. And she's the reason Eligus, Eligos, 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 <laughs> Total <laughs> Nerd Demon. She's the reason Total Nerd Demon gets to possess Kelly in the first place mm. because she thinks she's being badass with a little sort of like boom pistol, boom pistol, pop you know? pop gun, pop pop gun, yeah. <laughs> Because she doesn't fully appreciate the severity of the situation, much like Ash used to just, you know, go <laughs> headstrong into yeah. everything. And, you know, much like Indiana Jones, again, same thing. Yeah, headstrong into something, luck, you know, luckily comes out on the other side. Yeah, luckily you've just got something <laughs> on your side that's going to help you. Now, looking at, um, uh, before we end this episode particularly, yeah. looking at a few of the shots of the, um, the next episode in Ash vs. Uh, Evil Dead, Ashes to Ashes, Three new characters turn up. Two girls and a guy. Hitch, uh, they look like hikers that just are just like, I guess, mistakenly wandering into the wrong area of the Michigan woods, which is going to be interesting. So we've got our group, and it seems we've got three other additions on the way, which well, is very strange. Well, it goes back to the premise of the first film. It's a cabin in the woods, and there are people there that you know are just there for leisure reasons mm. you know and stumble upon something evil and dark and it also allows for more deadites oh brilliant <laughs> yeah it never <laughs> even dawned on me for a moment <laughs> because if you say if basically ash ash has done his an alone wolf mm. <laughs> as he puts it he's done his an alone wolf thing and headed off to the cabin because he cares about fixing his own mistakes and he's obviously you know come this far but he thinks the cabin's one step too far for you know kelly um pablo and fisher pablo and fisher so there needs to be someone there otherwise you know there's gonna be no one to possess (laughs) exactly no one possess and yeah i mean okay you can you can possess each other but then you have to start killing people it's it's before we one more thing before we wrap this episode up anyway one more shot of the next episode of ash just peering into the cabin the continuity is just fucking phenomenal the fact that you've got the laughing lamp just directly to the left of the door mm. uh the the chair in general the rocking chair but one that has literally caught my eye straight away is the two shotgun blasts through the front door from number two so it's clearly it's confirmed that we are in the universe of Evil Dead 2, forgetting Army of Darkness, essentially, because obviously the cabin would, would be fucking torn to pieces. But that just alone, the continuity there, I'm, I'm feeling that this is going to be, if not the ultimate nostalgia episode when it comes to being an Evil Dead fan. Well, I, I, I will say again, they're playing their hand very cleverly and they're being very, very aloof because at the end of Evil Dead 2... 
the only thing uh, from as far as I can uh, remember mm. that is ripped from the cabin when he gets sucked through the time vortex yeah is you know the uh, you know the kitchen and the living yep. area yeah it's 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 the uh, the service hatch kind the of thing piece part it, yeah exactly yeah it's the board and he rips it and it catches him in the door and it snaps in half mm. and but that doesn't come back with him but that drops so they they can still do it because the cabin as far as we saw was still left intact yeah. from the end of Evil Dead 2. It was only the car and Ash that got sucked back and the only damage. So we'll see what they do. If that board, if that board when they go into that cabin, <laughs> if we watch, if that board is missing... Wow, like, hands off, hands up, sorry, like... Then we know it's either giving themselves, like, that, that wide berth, as they would say, in case they, you know, in case they do in, get... Yeah, okay, yeah. In case the rights do just drop and then they're easily able to pick them back up and then they could easily sit there and go, right, okay, Army of Darkness yeah. did exist, let's go yeah. back. And going back to the hand as well, you know, mm-hmm. Ash has got a wooden hand. Where did his Army of Darkness hand go? It's like, okay, well, imagine the kind of sort of like questions you would get asked if you were walking around with a sort of like pneumatic hand that Oh, that looked like it was from, you know, the 1300s, oh, yeah. you know. It's going to be a, raise a few questions at least, isn't it? You're yes. going to get looked at a bit funny. Maybe that's why there was like, why Rosewood? <laughs> you know, and actually, to be honest, I can't think of why Rosewood. If someone would tweet us at hail to the number two, the mm-hmm. chin, and suggest why the hand would be Rosewood specifically, if it's a reference to something like maybe maybe the stock it, of the remington shotgun maybe may, maybe yeah exactly you know is uh, is it um a reference to i know um like 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 um bram stoker was does it did it have to be a rosewood stake is it a castlevania reference where it has to be you know a rosewood something mm. to take down dracula yeah i mean there could be loads it would be of interesting there. if someone knew when it comes yeah. when it comes to little trivia like that anyway yeah but um, yeah, I guess in well, just over twenty-four hours, we'll be uh, experiencing the episode "Ashes to Ashes." Uh, as me and Steve have obviously been discussing, as you could hear, we're pretty much fucking well excited about it. Hugely, hugely excited. Any last things before we go, Steve? Yeah, I mean, the only issue is if you're listening to this and you've already seen "Ashes to Ashes" in the next few days after this is uh, launched uh, all of our speculation is going to be completely wrong (laughs) but again that's been the joy of doing it now because i couldn't imagine doing a commentary on a series like ash vs evil dead knowing the next episode wouldn't be the same wouldn't have the same fun no absolutely wouldn't um ridiculously excited as we are because this is going to be a huge nostalgia trip for absolutely everyone, I can, I can imagine. It. Even with viewers that have probably only just started experiencing Evil Dead as a whole, being new to the whole Evil Dead thing, this is where I think you get your um, you get yeah. your trivia hat on and start pointing out nods and references and this, that, the other. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, and the last thing is that all of the references, all the nostalgic nods, none of them have been 
haphazard like um don't want to go off topic but like in jurassic world there were a lot of nostalgic kind mm. of like nods to the original film that were felt they felt really forced and, oh okay you know they they had to be there uh, but they felt like they were saying yeah sorry these have to be here yeah it's like they're saying look we do remember essentially yeah. instead of it just being plonked on the side and saying hopefully someone notices yeah. this there ain't a thing in this there is not a thing in this series that is nostalgic that is basically oh well fuck it we have to put this in for the sake of it no it's it's just a continuation yeah 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 it's because that's still there there is no reason because we're still in the same timeline it's not a case of it just going oh we better put this here because evil dead remember no it's because it like you just said it's still going it's still moving forward yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. But anyway, so, guys, if you've yeah. enjoyed this episode uh, and you're on YouTube, give us a like and leave us a comment for some chat feedback anyway as well. We don't mention that enough, I don't think. But, no. Um... I was agreeing, I just, we don't mention it enough. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. I'll edit that out anyway. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, as Steve has mentioned in the past already in this episode, hail to, that's the number, hail to the chin on twitter and you can also find us on youtube at how to the chin podcast just whack that in on youtube we'll come up on the channels list um without shadow of a doubt um yes ashes to ashes is the next episode uh we do apologize again that this episode has dropped rather late but better late than never i guess eh? exactly and check out the youtube channel for interviews with um sort of like scott spiegel coming soon you know we great we've got, interview exactly we've got original cast and crew uh interviews coming and check us out on tumblr you know just we're part you know just it's, fuck it yeah it's everything ash vs evil dead and we cater for the evil dead franchise as well anyway but yeah. guys thanks for listening to us steve any last words groovy